0: It's Kelly here at Me. I believe that private practice is the only way we're going to change the system. I don't believe necessarily that we can wait for governmental systems and things like that to change for us. Um, I hope they change, but I'm not gonna wait for it. I want our private practice owners to be the change in our field, to reduce the stigma, to increase accessibility, And I also find that because they are uniquely created systems of their own, they have an opportunity to innovate how mental health care is done. And that is why we do what we do. I remember when we first started Zeni and mainly there were just coaches providing one-on-one. Maybe there was like a mastermind or two. And there was, um, I think someone may have done an event by then, but I don't, I don't totally remember. But I just remember a few coaches. Now there's a lot more coaches, there's conferences and things like that, and all sorts of different things happening. But that happens because people are seeking to be innovative. And that is kind of what business school boot camp is all about. It's not about teaching you to follow, your practice must have these exact things. There are some things your practice does have to have, like The boring stuff, like a business license and (laughs) a way to take notes and things like that. But in order to be innovative, sometimes you have to go against and create things that nobody else has done before, which can feel kind of scary. So in in boot camp, we see people doing group practice differently. We see people, instead of doing like just your weekly one-to-one therapy, they're doing more intensives and they're seeing really great results in their clients. They're doing outdoor kinds of therapies. They're doing retreats. They are combining therapies together and actually doing research on some of that. We've I've seen people, you know, combine Reiki and other kinds of uh other services with traditional psychotherapy or whatever you want to call it. But that can that's why I think private practice is a breeding ground for innovation. Because if I remember when I worked at the county and I had a clinician that I supervised who wanted to do hypnosis and that wasn't allowed. It was not allowed because for whatever reason, because the system didn't allow it because there's like rules and I get it. There's like billing and Medicare and Medi-Cal and all these things. But when they formed their own private practice, they were able to really innovate and do things still within their scope, still ethically, and still measure the outcomes for their clients. I'm not saying we just do whatever because we feel like it. It's in service of the client and following our knowledge and our intuition to do what is best for our clients. And I think that takes attunement and creativity in order to innovate in that way. And that's why I love private practice because I think private practice can allow for that. And if you're in private practice and you're like, hmm, I don't feel very innovative. I don't feel really creative. It's not that there's something wrong with you or broken, but it could be a red flag that, hey, you're heading towards burnout. Maybe it's time to slow down and kind of listen to what's going on. And we find that when people tackle some of the boring stuff of their business, they put in processes and things like that. They eat some frogs, as we call it in boot camp they start to create the space they need to be innovative and creative. So when we formed business school bootcamp, our coaches at the time told us it was a terrible idea. Um, That was hard to go against the grain of that. Um, I've heard a few times from other colleagues and things like that of like, I don't know why you do live sessions. I don't know why you do lifetime like that. You know, that's got to be exhausting. I think it's been a journey to figure out how to do it in a way that isn't exhausting. It's actually energizing, but then at the end I'd be like exhausted. I will say this last round of boot camp in October, I wasn't. Something kind of just clicked. Like I'm we're figuring it out of like how to manage our energy so that we can still serve greatly, but preserve our <laughs> well-being. You know what I mean? And people can look at it and be like, well, how is that really cost effective? Or um i don't know why you would spend so much time like that or things like all of that but i know based on the outcomes that it works and so that's been trying different things and being innovative listening to our boot campers and then making shifts in boot camp along the way that's much like the therapeutic process right you go in and you're trying some things you're you're testing um And you're listening to your client's feedback of like, ooh, when I have a longer session, I feel like so much better. And then there's bells going off of, you know, some of our clinicians are saying, oh, I don't do like standard 45-minute sessions. Where did that come from? Standards are created by insurance companies, (laughs) things like that. So instead, they start thinking about what would really help here? What feels good when I'm doing my kind of work and building the kind of relationships I do with my clients? When they pay attention to that, that's where the creativity happens. That's where um, the business becomes more than just a plan on a piece of paper. It becomes a living, breathing thing that's really influencing communities, just, not just the clients, but that ripples out into our communities, and that also ripples out into our field. So when you have other clinicians being innovative and you're hearing what they're doing, be curious Let it spark your own innovation because our field needs this. If you look at the history of how psychotherapy has come to be and um, who writes about it and things like that, we are lacking diversity. We are lacking some of that innovation. And I feel like we're on the cusp of that shifting and I'm seeing it shift even within boot campers, which is really exciting. So you will experience pushback. People won't get it, people won't understand my encouragement to you is to just say, okay, thanks for the feedback, and then follow your heart, stay ethical, and track. Make sure that it is helping. That looks different for every clinician. We go over this in boot camp some, because sometimes people that come from more of a psychoanalytic background, like myself, are like, well, I don't do forms and things like that. That's okay. There's other ways to track it in a way that's very natural for your business and your way of being in the room. But if you can continue to focus on that and all the business components that influence your ability to do that are important as well. So it's finding that balance of how you build a business that makes a huge impact. And it's more than impact. It's transformation. It's relationship. It's magical. It's it's so much more than impact but that's the only word that's coming to mind right now <laughs> but also energizes you and serves your life so that you're able to do good work what we see happening is people don't plan and then they get tired and they're frustrated because all this stuff in the background hasn't been taken care of they're doing the marketing but they don't know how to understand if it's really working for them and they um <clears throat> they like started the process, but they didn't think about as they were going into a group practice, how does this scale and expand for my team? And so all these things start to bog down and it sucks the creative space away. And then there's a lack of innovation, which is the whole beauty of private practice. So the business plan is foundational, whether you've been in practice for a month or 30 years, it's a, it's a constant growing thing because all those aspects influence that innovative quality that you have in the room as a clinician. So um, I really believe that private practice is one of the primary mechanisms by which mental health care will be innovated um, and shifted. And I'm already seeing it and it's inspiring because our communities deserve good mental health care. I don't care what country you're in or it does not matter. Um, mental health is just as valuable as physical health, and all the other kinds of healths. Our brains and our bodies and our hearts are, and our souls are interconnected. And we, as clinicians, kind of bring all those connections together. And I love that private practice allows us to play and find what works for our clients and our communities. And that. When you start getting good outcomes with your clients, that's reducing stigma in the community because there's shifts that they take with them outside of the room that influence the world around them. So I feel like there's a parallel between how we have created Business School boot camp and how people do private practice. And my hope is that Zinni Me always stays that kind of breeding ground for innovation and doing things that are reflective of who we are, but also impact our clients in a really positive like drastic way that it's not just, um, Hey, I learned a skill, but that it changed people's lives. So this past like week has been phenomenal, like with testimonials and things like that. Um, but we've been tracking outcomes for a long time since kind of the beginning. And, um, that's why we're really excited to do something different. Again, like, because of that success, because of what we've been doing, we're able to do something like this to celebrate the 10 years of the, with the $950 off. But I, more than anything, want you to know that if you are not feeling innovative, if you're not feeling creative, let me or somebody help you find that light again you know, to to clean up things so that you can have the space to do the work you love, you know, to get back into the room or wherever you do your work. Maybe it's in the forest or in a park, I, you know, whatever it is that you feel energized about it, that it sustains you, not depletes you, and physically sustains you too. I mean, like we want you to make a good income. We are trying to change the narrative that we are – the worst paid master's degree. That is not okay. Mental health care deserves so much more than that. And we don't want burnout. We want this field to grow, to thrive, that when people say, I'm going to be a mental health care clinician, MFT, LMHC, LPC, whatever it is, social worker, that that is, people don't go, oh gosh, you're just going to eat ramen the rest of your life. I think there is a way to do your practice, that pays your bills, <laughs> allows you to have retirement, but also increases accessibility for um, who you serve. There's lots of ways to give back. This is an ongoing conversation in boot camp about moving beyond sliding scale and finding other ways and innovative ways to increase accessibility. And also, it's we want to increase the diversity in our community. We need um, people of color, of different backgrounds, um, genders, queer, you know, all we as a field need to reflect the communities we serve. People need to see therapists that look like them, that understand them. And it doesn't mean that if you're not that you can't help, but I'm just saying that part of our, our work in innovating mental health is helping everybody rise to the top so that there's visibility. It increases accessibility and that we're all supporting each other and making sure that we lift others up, that there's that diversity and that our communities know that they have options and that they're not just relegated to using their insurance or things like that. And if they are, and you're a clinician that does that, that it's, you don't become one of those clinics that's just, I'm just seeing people and moving them through, you still have the innovation, you know, that is what is important. So anyway, that's what we've been teaching in boot camp, and why we're so excited that to have made that leap 10 years ago, never in my wildest dreams, I think it would turn into this. But I think too, following that intuition and being attuned to our clients is what has helped us develop a program that is effective. And that's what we want for you in your private practice. And my encouragement for you this weekend is as you're thinking about your business is thinking about how am I innovative? How am I changing the tide of the old narrative of how therapy is done, about how business is done, all of those things, because the change starts with us. I'm not going to wait for someone else to do it for me. I'm going to start with me.